What's up, guys? This is Clay Chastain, College and Career Pastor at Rock Springs Church. We're so excited that you're joining with us this week. I hope you find some encouragement, some joy, and a little laughter along the way as we learn from God's Word together. Let's jump into what He has for us today. Welcome. So glad that you joined us this evening. And uh, we're going to open God's Word together. Can't wait to see you soon. It's just around the corner. And um, so I, I pray uh, for that time to come sooner rather than later. But tonight we're going to continue in a series called Fruits that we started a couple weeks ago. And I want us to uh, talk about what produces fruit. How can we have our highest quality fruit possible? And uh, so I want us to think about that tonight. As I read you our key verse from John chapter 15 and verse 4 and 5, it says, Remain in me and I also will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit apart from me. You can do nothing. So this whole fruit-bearing process is very important to the, to the believer. And those who say they follow Christ, there should be evidence. And uh, two weeks ago, we kind of defined who we are. We're the branches. Jesus is the vine. The Father is the gardener. My responsibility is to remain in the vine, not produce fruit. That kind of gets confusing sometimes. I think naturally in my walk, um, early on I thought, <laughs> my job is to bear the fruit. No, that's the job of the vine. My job is to remain in the vine. The results is fruit will be produced. So last week we kind of went down the avenue of how can you tell the health of a tree? In Matthew 7, it says, by their fruit you will recognize them. And so it's very important that our root is uh, the right type of root, and that is the, the vine of Jesus Christ. The fruit identifies the root. You can't just say an apple tree is an apple tree. Whatever the fruit produces is going to be what that tree is. And the fruit needs proper environment. Well, today, let's just kind of go down this route a little bit. And I want to ask you this question as we kind of start out. Where are you walking daily? What is the path that you're taking? What kind of direction is your life headed in? Who influences you the most? What are you spending your time doing on a weekly basis? All these are very important factors into what our production is going to be as far as life goes. And there's three avenues that I kind of want us to talk about. And the first one is this, are we walking with the wicked? In Psalm chapter 1, it is it's very, this is one of my favorite passages. Just take time and go read it. But it's six verses, it's real short, it won't take you but a minute. But it says this in verse 1, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on this law day and night? That person is like a tree planted by streams of water. And listen to this, which yields its fruit 
and in season whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. But listen to this. This is where I want to focus for a second. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Let me just ask you a simple question. Who are you spending time with? Who you are spending time with? It's very important because this affects whether we bear fruit or not. Psalm is very evident right here in chapter 1. There's one word that sticks out. I highlighted it on my page, but it highlights it four times, the word wicked. And it asks the question, don't walk in the step with the wicked. What path are we headed on? Who are we hanging around the most? Who gets our most attention? Listen, who we spend time with influence and affects you. I want you to understand that in my life, those that I spend the most time with have the most input into me. With the words that they say, the actions that they do, all those things affect me. And I found myself in my life in the past that if I find myself around a certain group of people, I start to kind of lean toward a certain kind of way. If I lean toward the righteous, I find myself growing closer to the Lord. I find myself in a in a walk with Him that I should be in. I'm always reminded of 1 Corinthians 15, 33 when I think about the wicked because it says this, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So who are we spending our time with? This has a huge influence on the fruit that is produced. Listen to what I said again. Bad company corrupts. Now let me ask you this, do you ever go into the produce department? Do you ever go and start to pick out fruit and you pick out the fruit that is corrupt? How many times have you gone and you've seen a piece of fruit that is, that is starting to rotten and, and starting to turn bad and it's, it's corrupt? <laughs> How many times did we find that the most appealing in our lives? But I'm gonna tell you this, if we find ourselves down the route of the wicked, we will find ourselves corrupt and unhealthy in our fruit. How many of us like to eat corrupted fruit? I don't. Here's the second thing. Are you walking with the world? Are you walking with the world? This scripture in 1 John 2.15 says this, Do not love the world or anything of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them. Now this would include not just the people, but it's really talking about the environment that we live in. It's talking about the world that we live in and how we're influenced. I mean, that could come through social media. It could come through movies. It could come through music. It could come through political stance. It could come through anything that the news and the TV pumps and pushes into us in a big way. And I want you to understand, listen, if we are leaning toward the things of this world instead of the things of heaven, we'll find ourselves walking down the path of the world. So are we walking in the path of the wicked? Are we walking in the path of the world? Or are we walking where we should be? And that is in Galatians 5, 16. So I say walk by the Spirit, 
and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So it's important that we do the third thing, and that is to walk in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. What does this look like? Well, I want you to understand something. Our key scripture is to remain in the vine. So the first thing we need in our life in order to walk with the Spirit is to be tapped in to the power source. Tapped into the power source. And that means for you and for me that we need to be remaining in the vine. We need to abide as close to the Lord as we possibly can. How do we do that? By prayer. By prayer. If you go look in John 15, 7, it says if we'll ask, if we remain in Him and we ask, <laughs> we receive. And what I want you to understand tonight is this, is that if we're not tapped into the power source, it's impossible to walk in the Spirit. It's impossible to walk in the Spirit. Let's go back to Psalm chapter 1 again. He says, listen to what he says. He says, but those delight in the law of the Lord and meditate on His law day and night. What's His law? That's His word. If we, we need to be spending time in prayer. We need to be spending time in Word. But listen to what happens when we spend time in the Word. In verse 3, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water. Man, we talked about this last week. Fruit needs certain things to be healthy. Water was one of those things. Light was one of those things. Good soul was one of those things. There are certain things in life that we need. But the person who is rooted deeply into God's Word, listen to what he says. That person's like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. We gotta be tapped in to the right power source if we're gonna be walking in the Spirit. We have gotta be so close in the vine. We gotta be drawing our strength from the vine. And if you're not spending time in God's Word, you're not drawing strength. You're like the branch that's not producing. Which brings us to the second thing that helps us to produce fruit, which helps us to walk in the Spirit. It's the pruning process. The pruning process. Go look at, at, at John 15 deeper. There is a pruning process that happens in our life walking with God. There's two reasons why we need pruning. First thing is this, because we're not producing. We're not producing. I've been out in the yard recently a lot and I've done some things around the house and one of those things is on bushes and rose plants and stuff like that. I've been doing a little bit of pruning. It's only the limbs that I've been pruning that are not producing anything. And in our life, I want you to understand, there's things in my life and in your life that we need the Lord to prune out. There are things that cause us to not produce. There's, if there's sin in our life, I'm praying God prunes that out of the way. God needs to remove, sometimes He needs to move people our way. Sometimes we're too closely connected to the wicked or the world and God has to prune out things in my life that allow me to walk closer to Him. The second reason we need pruning is so that we'll produce even more. If you remember the very first week as we read through the scripture, there was a progression of the fruit. There was no fruit to fruit to more fruit 
to eventually much fruit. So if we're growing, we're becoming bigger. If we're growing, we're reproducing. If we're growing, we are multiplying. And I want you to understand, there are times when the vine needs to be pruned back, the branches need to be pruned back that way so that the vine can produce more. It's not always because it's something wrong. Sometimes it's because it's something right. There's some things I need the Lord to prune in me in order to get me on the path or to keep me to, to growing closer to Him. Sometimes God has to remove things, but sometimes He's just trying to help us to grow closer to Him. There is pruning. Let, let me say this. Pruning has a purpose. It has a purpose every time. It's not always easy. Sometimes it's painful, but I want you to understand pruning has a purpose and that is to bring God glory so that we produce more fruit. Here's the third thing, I'm done. Purpose. So we need a power source. We need a pruning process, but we need purpose in our life. What is your purpose? And there's two things that I want you to see. John 15, 8 says this, all, three, all things created are for the Father's glory. See, if our purpose is all about just us and about our own things, we will miss out on the greatest thing, and that's bringing God glory. Everything God created was to bring Him glory. That includes you and me. The second thing in John 15, 11, it says the Father's purpose brings forth complete joy and maturity. I want you to understand, God has a purpose for you. It's producing fruit. It's remaining in Him so that we can produce fruit. But the ultimate result is you will have joy, complete joy. You'll grow to where you need to be in your relationship with Him. You'll grow closer to the Father when you're tapped into the vine. Our purpose is bringing God glory, but growing closer to Him every single day as we walk with Him. I want to leave you with this. Fruit is not something you try to produce to become a Christian. It is something you produce because you are a Christian. Fans like fruit. Followers bear fruit. There's to be fruit in our life. And if we're going to be providing, we got to make sure we're not walking with the wicked. We need to make sure we're not walking in the ways of this world, but that we're walking in the Spirit and we're growing closer to God. Listen, you may be where watching us tonight and you may be thinking, I'm not walking in the Spirit. Well, I want you to understand that can change quickly. For some of us, we're just not going down the right path and we just need to change our plan. Some of us don't know the right path. So we've never been on it. And if you're joining us tonight, there's never been a time when you've asked the Lord to come into your life and be your Lord and Savior. That can change right where you're at tonight. Just say a simple prayer like this. Lord Jesus, I realize I need you. I ask you to forgive me of my sin. I ask you to come into my life. I ask you to save me. And if you just prayed that, God came in wherever you are. And tonight, He saved you. And I would like to encourage you. I'd like to be able to help you. And if, 
if in any kind of way you prayed that prayer tonight, I want to be there for you. So if you'll just let us know in some kind of way, um, you can email us, you can contact me in any kind of way, email me, let me know, or respond on our, our social media accounts. It just says a simple thing. Four words, I prayed that prayer. Guys, I love you. Can't wait to see you soon. I hope y'all have a great evening. Thank you guys for joining us this week for the message. We believe that you are here for a purpose and we're excited to be with you on this journey with Christ. If you like this podcast, you can click to subscribe and share it with your friends. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram at rs underscore college or click the link in the bio for our website. Have a great day.